We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prize picks. If you haven't checked them out, they are a fantasy props betting game. Uh, it's a ton of fun. If you like props, they they put a fantasy spin on things, and um, ton of fun to play over there on my prize picks. If you use the promo code Grinders, you get twenty five percent deposit bonus up to the one thousand bucks. So take advantage of that, and uh, we're gonna hopefully be able to you know do some good picks here again, and um, you know bounce back from last week's loss and. Um, I like this Thursday night football game a lot more than I liked last week. So let's get into the picks, and we're going to start with the Eagles side of things, and we're going to start with their quarterback, the man, Carson Wentz. His over-under right now is 19 fantasy points. I'm going to take the over on 19. He's averaging 22.1 fantasy points per game this season and has gone over 19 in each of the first three games. With Alshon Jeffrey coming back, it's going to be tough to choose which skill player will excel in this tough matchup against the uh, much improved Green Bay defense. So, you know, Carson Wentz is going to have to play well if the Eagles are going to stay in this game. So I'm going to take Wentz over the skill players this week. You know, you can't really pair a wide receiver or a tight end or a running back with the quarterback on my prize picks. So I'm going to take the quarterback in this one. I'm going to take over 19. I like it up until about 20 and a half. That's where I kind of start getting iffy on it, but I like it where it's sitting right now, so I'm going to lock it in here early in the week. Next up, we're going to go to the Green Bay side, and we're going to kind of finish it out here with two Green Bay players. We're going to start with the pass catcher, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, his over-under right now is 18, so I'm going to take the over on 18. If it gets up to around 20, I could see pivoting to MVS around like 13 to 14, but right now, where Adams is at at 18, I'm going to take advantage of it. He's played 97.7% of the snaps. He has 23.6% of the target share in this offense. Scantling had a big week three, which definitely hurt Adams' numbers a little bit. But we know Devontae Adams is the number one guy here. 
The Eagles are allowing the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers to start the season, but they've been a very good run defense. Uh, seventh fewest running back points to start the year. So I'm going to attack the pass catchers here with Scantling and Adams, but I think Adams has a big game here on Thursday Night Football. I think Rodgers gets it going, and we're going to see the Rod Rodgers-Adams combo at least once in the end zone. So taking the over here on Devontae Adams. Last up, we have Aaron Jones. I'm going to take the under on Aaron Jones. He's sitting at 13 fantasy points right now. I like the under until about 11 and a half, um, and then I would probably start taking the over when it gets to that 11 and a half number. I honestly think that Aaron Jones doesn't get there unless he gets a touchdown, and if I like the passing game, I just don't like this spot for Jones. He's played less than 50% of the snaps this season. He faced a run defense this week that is ranked third in DVOA against the run. I already said they're allowing the seventh fewest running back points. Philly really looking like a funnel defense again this season. I want to attack them with the passing with the passing guys here. And um, they've been getting torched. These corners have been playing terrible. So the run defense has been great. The pass defense has struggled. So just to recap here, we're going over 19 fantasy points on Carson Wentz, going over 18 fantasy points on Devontae Adams, and then we're going to take the under on Aaron Jones here at 13. That's going to wrap it up here for the week four My Prize Picks video. Again, if you haven't checked them out, promo code GRINDERS. That way you get the 25% deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. And um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders YouTube page. That way you get these videos as soon as they come out. We have a ton of great content here for NFL. That wraps it up for week four. See you guys for week five and um, have a good one. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is going on, Roto-Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 5 o'clock on the East Coast, 2 o'clock on the West Coast, 4 o'clock Tennessee time, which, of course, we get time with the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It is called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. Joining me today on this hump day, no surprise, co-host of the Wood, it's uh, it's Tony. Big T, what's going on, I'll call Tony? one if you're with me, you're supposed to say. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're back today. I mean, I can't wait. You're going to tell us to play Jacob DeGrom. I mean, you're stepping out. <laughs> I gave you all this credit for getting me on some Marja at 1% owned or something. You gave you, you made good points. You brought up good discussion. And now this week, you're just back to putting Jacob DeGrom on the sheet. Well, you know, it's, it's always that conundrum where, you know, here's the thing. If I don't say Jacob DeGrom, we don't talk about Jacob DeGrom. We don't feature DeGrom. No, we'll still Marlins. talk about him. But, like, he's – if you don't know how to play Jacob DeGrom this time of year, like, versus <laughs> Miami, then you probably shouldn't be playing tonight. Yeah, but, like, if you don't mention him, it's like, well, why do these guys talk about Jacob DeGrom? We're <laughs> going to talk about him, though. It's not that we're not going to talk about him. We just don't need him on the graphic. Hey, fire up one of your, like, your, your betting, betting sites or something like that. I was, I was curious. I was trying to find this earlier. For some reason, my Google search was not treating me well. Is he basically the Cy Young winner? Is, it, is, it like the, is he the assumed Cy Young winner? I, I assume so, yeah. I mean, I don't see the odds. Really, the, the American League was down with those two, and I, I think the National League is pretty much just him. I mean, Max was hurt for a while. It's got to be DeGrom, right? Well, I was thinking that, you know, and obviously this will be his last start of the season. This is everybody that's pitching tonight, basically their last start of the season, uh, you know, with, with this being Wednesday and, of course, the season ending on Sunday, you know, obviously postseason holder conversation. But, uh you know, maybe he wants to make one final statement. Or I mean, it, not not that you need any sort of like narrative street or whatever. You don't need that at all. And you were talking talking pre-show as far as the projections for DeGrom. It's just kind of jumping off the page. And you know, uh, the matchup against the Marlins. What's not to be said? Like you know, again, if you're if you're just finding out now the Marlins are terrible. Uh, yeah, they are terrible. Uh, the you got Lewis Brinson in the lineup. Check. You like seeing that? You got Dean in there. He's awful as well. Austin Dean. I love that he's number four. I never knew until yesterday when he scored a run that he's number 44, though. We're joining forces. I need that jersey. Dean 44. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. He bangs off like a, like a you know, one-off homer like one of these days for you, and then that, that's the difference. In a, he got a it done yesterday for me because everybody was on that. We talked during the show yesterday how we kind of didn't like that chalk, and, and he struggled a little bit out there. Yesterday, the double barrel of uh, Clevenger and uh, – um, Cole was pretty Cole good. Cole or huh? Flaherty was awesome, too. Was all, all those guys up top. Yeah, and by the, I, I think we're going to be done with this next year. What are they, is it 28-man rosters on, in the, the last month of the season as opposed to what's going down now? And that so nice, was, too. Is there anything worse than when you're watching this? Not that we watch the whole game anyways, but even if you're sweating <laughs> it on your phone and every single batter a new pitcher comes in, like, it's just brutal. It is brutal, uh, and it's just unwatchable. And what did we have last night as far as the uh, St. Louis – Arizona game went like 18 innings or so, and there was like 25 pitchers. It's, there seriously doing, should man? be a rule. Like, uh, I'm no baseball aficionado, but like, there should be a rule one pitcher per inning or until they give up a run or something, something similar to that. I, I think, uh, well, I think it, the, the rosters will get uh, knocked down to 28 next year, and I'm pretty sure you cannot come in as a loogie basically and just face one batter. I think you have to face at least yeah. two batters, unless you get injured. Yeah, I like that rule. You can't just come in lefty-lefty and go right back out. Like, I hate that. Yeah, and I just what I don't want to see is, like – How good of a job is that, though? Like, think about that job. You just come in and throw to one pitcher and then go back to the bench? Lugie's the greatest job in baseball. <laughs> How can it be better? And everyone – it's easy, too. You come in in the best possible spot, lefty-lefty. <laughs> like, you're living the dream. 
Yeah, and, and the lefty relievers last forever too. Like they just, you know, they're just like forty-year-old lefty relievers. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of the dudes. Just I, it's not coming to me for whatever reason. I don't focus. There's on a bunch them. of them that I've seen over the years, but yeah. Um, but all right, yeah. So I'm pretty sure next year it'll be. Well, we don't care about next year though. We it's it's we don't care about yesterday. We're talking about yesterday. We don't care about tomorrow. It's we always care sports. about yesterday because it makes us feel good. And like we were all over it yesterday. Or bad, like. I had I had a ton of Acuna, so like you know he was like, I, like that was who I tried to talk you out of though. He's speaking of yesterday. Yeah, well I thought he was going to get hurt. What even happened to him? Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, I believe Betts, Betts got hurt. He's not in the lineup again today. Atlanta precautionary for Acuna, I'm sure. They said something about him possibly returning this weekend, but like like you said, he like, ain't, I don't know he ain't why. coming back till the, unless it's just for like an at bat to get a look or something. Yeah, th- th- I mean that makes the most sense unless he's 100 percent perfect or something like that, but. You know, these are things to be aware of as far as incentive, and that's you know that, that's a good segue into into the Beebs, right? If you're not playing Degrom, consider the Beebs, and I suppose you can roster them both. It's really really difficult to make that happen. There are some cheapies out there, September call-ups that are like still minimum that you can kind of sort of make some lineups and aren't necessarily good from a hitting perspective. But you can kind of lock in those uh, the two arms that are pretty awesome. And have you heard? Again, if you don't know, the White Sox are dreadful. They're particularly dreadful against righties. Uh, you know, and Cleveland's got all the incentive in the world to let, let Beaver go as long as possible because Cleveland's still battling with uh, with the Rays. And I guess they're still battling with Oakland, too. Oakland not officially in. <laughs> we talked about yesterday. I have not seen what the uh, the current odds. It's like Oakland as far as being in. But and Oakland lost last night, right? Did they? I thought they were ahead. and I think they, they blew that lead late. I don't three, know if they came back again. Well, I, I'm currently doing a Google search. Now, now I'm curious since we brought it up. Um, oh, I have 2018. That's the bad one. <laughs> I got it up right here. Let's go by, go by league. We got yeah, Oakland. Maybe they, maybe they, they had to win because they're still one up. But they were losing pretty late, I thought. So I got I got Oakland currently at an 87 percent chance of making the playoffs. The Rays at a 72. They must have chance. like the tiebreaker too over both of them or something. It's crazy. And Cleveland they're up a half game. They're up one game in the loss column on both of them. They also factor in opponents, I believe. So maybe they have an easier schedule too. I'm not sure. But the, again, this is just the math guys. And this is what they're yeah. saying. But the, uh, there you go. Cleveland had a 40% chance. Tampa had a 72% chance. They walked it off last night in Tampa. Good for them. Um, and I'm rooting for all these teams. I wish they can all get in because I'm a sucker for the small market. I'm just happy that small markets are getting in in Minnesota. Of course. I wish I could bet on this. Like you, you said, forty. I can get both teams for fifty percent. Like I, this is what I'll I'm saying. Take Tampa and Cleveland against against Oakland. Oakland. I mean, it's only a one game lead over both, unless they just have the tiebreaker locked in. Like I don't know all that little stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if there is a tiebreaker for that. To be honest, that's good. There's not. I'm not sure because they're not in the same division, yeah. right? So I don't know what the tiebreaker would be. I think it's funny like, that we we literally watch baseball every day, follow it as close as anyone, but we don't know any of the most basic like stuff yeah. as far as actual baseball, not the players. Well, I also don't have a team, like so, like I don't like, like I don't have like a rooting interest. So, and I don't. Do you have? I guess the Reds are yours. If, if you do, that they're not. Playing. I don't really root on too many teams. <laughs> I root on I root on uh, the Print Factory teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the teams you wager on for sure. But, like that's the other part of it. It's like I'm, I don't really care uh, from a rooting interest perspective as far as like who gets home field, who doesn't get a home field in, in the World Series, and things like that. But all right, uh, we talked about the Grom. I don't know what's left to say about the Grom. Again, the matchup is awesome. If you fire up the um, I was just taking a peek before the show as far as the K prop. Uh, DeGrom does have a 1K higher prop as opposed to Bieber. The, DeGrom's currently at the 9.5, Bieber's at 8.5. Both are awesome, awesome plays. Uh, between the two, 
I'm not sure. I might have said, like, I, I, maybe I said the ground first and you took Bieber. You're, said, you're just having fun with the name Bieber as far as our show sheet. So <laughs> is Bieber your guy over DeGrom, or is it basically a coin toss? You taking a stand on this or what? No, I mean, I think DeGrom is a better play for sure. He is – I don't think I've seen a projection this high all year. I don't think I've seen a 30, 32, 33. I'm sure I probably have, but it, point being, it's a massive prop. I love Bieber too, though. And the problem with DeGrom being so high-owned and so good of a play is that Bieber has to sneak through the cracks because they're the same price on DraftKings and stuff. So I'm sure they're – I haven't looked at the FanDuel pricing, but – Sure, they're similar. I'm sure they're similar everywhere you play. So, I it worked yesterday with the two studs. I think I want to go back to the two studs. There's plenty of pitchers. There's plenty of arms out there. I think I can find enough bats to make it work. And I, I mean, Bieber is going to mow this team. Yeah. And if I can get say seventy from my two pitchers, which I think I can, I just got to find some bats somewhere. I think I can do it. DeGrom, uh, 11.9 on Fandle, Bieber, 11.5 on Yahoo, DeGrom, $57, Bieber, $53. So yeah. basically the same. It's uniform. Uh, DeGrom is a For the record, though, expensive. if I was only playing one, I'm all for being contrarian, but I think I would just play DeGrom just because I think DeGrom is basically a lock. Uh, let's see. What do we have as far as ownership as of right now? 44% DeGrom, 25% Bieber. Uh, this like, is I don't think it'll be that close. I really don't. I, I don't see how it could be. I think DeGrom has to be higher than that difference. So either DeGrom's going to be higher or Bieber's going to be low, however you want to state it. But yeah, I can't see it being 44 and 25. I don't think. And the other part of that, as far as going double barrel, it's like as far as the bats, it's like you're going to find some goofy bats out there. Uh, the, the pinch hit rate is much higher these days than it was, yeah. you know, two, three months ago or something like that. Guys just coming out of the games. You know, for various reasons, you know, just sort of getting a few at-bats in, you're kind of chill for the playoffs. Uh, the games will blow out, get other guys some looks. You know, double swaps, there's plenty of bats available and things like that. So uh, I would make an argument that, like, whatever the average fantasy points per player, per, per starter, is probably down, like, today, as it was, like, just a random guy. Does that, yeah. does that, does that make sense? I, yeah, I mean, I agree. And you just don't – with these cheaper pitchers, too, like they're going to get – so many pitchers are going to get pulled early where I love that about the stars on these nights. Tonight might be the last night we get this opportunity, too, with just true studs. Maybe Sunday, I guess, when some of these guys could go again if they're still in contention for something. But tonight, these guys are going to go all out. Like like you said, Bieber – my boy Clevenger yesterday was like my favorite play of the year. He got screwed because the game was 11 to nothing. Like <laughs> – yeah, he still went off, but he would have got another two innings if they needed it. Like if that game was three to nothing, he would have gone complete game. I know he was at ninety or a hundred pitches, but he would. That guy's an anchor. He can go another twenty. He would have been in there for sure. I think. And I think Bieber goes deep too, and they just can't hit. I said it yesterday, but like this Baltimore Toronto game. Hmm. Granted, it's going to be chalky. But you can fit two stud arms with these games. Like, why not just play these two teams with the two studs and move on? I mean, that ballpark's been hopping all year long, obviously. Uh, both those teams playing great ballparks for homers. The, both those teams Look have at the prices. bad like, bullpens. They're so cheap. Yeah. Um, like, I, I have not built a lot of – full disclosure, I'm, I'm not playing a ton of baseball tonight just because uh, I'm bad with time zones. And apparently I, I locked myself into doing uh, an NFL show. <laughs> it's a half hour – starting a half hour before – 
the baseball. Uh, There's an tonight. NFL show that starts a half hour at 6:30 Eastern. We're recording it tonight, and it's going on. It's going on the site tomorrow with the ASA show. So, uh, yeah, that's, Ooh, that's how, like, yeah, that's right. I mean, BA, what's BA doing recording a show at 6:30? I know. Yeah, Brand, Brandon Adams. Uh, you, Brandon Adams is an absolute beast, obviously in the DFS world, and then. I, he was a poker legend as well, too. It's my understanding. I was, is. Okay, is. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. That's a, that's your world, not my world. But uh, yeah. He's a legend in everything, man. That guy's, if you want to know a sharp dude, that's as sharp a dude as you can find. I'm definitely not going to be the smartest guy in the room in that conversation. <laughs> that's well, what you want, though, right? Like, you always want to be the dumbest in the room. I, I want to be the yeah. dumbest in every room I go in. I, I am totally happy with being, like, the <laughs> dumbest guy in a room of smart people. <laughs> you go in a room with BA, you'll, you'll you'll realize that you accomplish your feet quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's actually it's going to be Aaron tomorrow night. It'll be on the YouTube as well. Ask too. him yes. if he knew to play Jacob Degrom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask him, but it's going to air tomorrow, so it would sound kind of weird for sure. But uh, all, right. all right, what what about Morton? Uh, speaking of guys with incentive, Charlie Morton, plenty of incentive. Incentive. We talk about Tampa still battling for a spot. You know. Uh, he doesn't really get pushed is kind of the issue to some extent. He did throw 103 pitches last time, which is about as high as he gets. He did throw 108 three or four starts ago against Cleveland, but generally he sits in the 90s. He's generally not a guy that's going to drop a CGSO. He can go six to seven. Uh, nice ballpark, obviously, facing a Yankee team that, you know, Higgis Yoka's in there instead of Gary the Goat. You know, Wade, Wade cracked the lineup. You know, Torres is in there. Stanton's in there. And I like seeing Stanton in there because, you know, he's probably going to strike out a couple of times. He might bang out a homer, but. Uh, if you don't fully have the money to spend up on the big boys, I, I think Morton's a pretty legit uh, step down. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and, and it goes to the point, too, like we just talked about. Morton needs to win, too. Like, t- they could easily let him go deeper. They haven't most of the season. They might not again tonight, but this game is huge for the Rays. It's not as big for the Yankees. I mean, they could be pulling guys. Their lineup already isn't at full strength here. I think he goes deep. I do. The, my issue with him is he's priced basically the same as DeGrom and Bieber, and I like those two way more. But everyone likes those two way more. Yeah. So you might get Morton just super low owned in the best possible ballpark or one of them against a watered-down Yankees team. I don't, I'm, I'm definitely good with Morton. I mean, I, I like all these guys up top. I would definitely rank him behind the other two, though. Yeah, we currently have Morton projected at 16% for what it's worth. We got Granky, but basically the same percentage. And you talk about the Yankees pulling guys early, potentially not much to play for. I guess you could make the argument, and you can make the same argument for Houston. Houston currently at 103 wins. The Yankees, well, I guess you still the losses. Uh, the Yankees are, have two more losses than Houston. So hypothetically, if they do face uh, in the ALCS, uh, uh, you know, Houston right now would, you know, I guess they both would want home field, but. You know, Houston has a two-game advantage on the Yankees in the in the loss column. Tough to uh, make up two two in a, in a week. Yeah, and I don't know who has that tiebreaker. Couldn't tell you. I have no clue. But uh, just worth noting. And like we've seen, Houston uh, was it Correa that got scratched last night? They've been doing some goofy things in their lineup too. So, to, and of course that's a West Coast lineup. But I don't think we have it just uh, just yet. They're out there playing Seattle. Uh, I did mention Granky, and my problem with Granky is you know run prevention should be fine, but he's just he's got a big name, but he doesn't have a big arm from a K perspective. K's are king and he's not that cheap. He's not that much cheaper than the guys we just talked about. I just, I can't make the argument. I can't do it. And like you said, like, why are they going to push Frankie like to seven or eight or nine innings? They probably won't maybe seven, but like seven and five K's good matchup. Sure. Probably only gives him a couple runs, gets the QS, but what's the ceiling as far as Zach Granke? Yeah, I, I can't play Granke. I mean, there's, I think there is still kind of a ceiling against Seattle because Seattle is just terrible. 
Yeah. You would have got me again for another 200 last night, but you got scared because I said uh, I'd take the under on Garrett Cole, 10 and a half, and he mm -hmm. just – granted, I'm not saying Granky is the same as, as Garrett Cole. I mean, Garrett Cole is just amazing, but still, Seattle's offense is awful. you got a good park. I, I mean, I don't think Granky – like, if it was a different slate without these guys above him, I wouldn't feel terrible playing him because Houston – you just talked about the tiebreaker, Houston and the Yankees. I think Houston might want to just ice that up a little bit, knock it out here the next couple of days, try to win, get that over with, and then just lock it in, knowing they got home field versus the Yankees, versus the Dodgers, versus these teams. It has to mean at least a little if they have a chance for it. I'm not they saying be they're the going favorites, to like right? go out of their way, but if they, if they can control it, they might as well. Uh, they, they have to be the World Series favorites, just with, with you know with the combination uh, you know up top with Verlander and Cole, just the one-two. Like and they have a solid pen too, so like yeah. I haven't looked at the odds and like you know baseball. They have, hockey, they have just as good an offense as anybody too. Is the scary part? Their one through seven is absolutely legit uh, as well. So yeah, I, I I don't. I mean, of course, weird things happen in baseball, and all of a sudden you lose the first game, and you know it, it looks like a completely different season, right? No matter how many games you won the regular season, and then it's like a, a you know five game series, seven game series, anybody can win. The Marlins, in theory, could beat them in a five game series. That's yeah. possible, um, not likely, but possible. Uh, happens all the time in baseball too like we it's not like the nba we very rarely see the best team win in baseball the last couple of years it's been more of that but all it takes is a hot staff you get the braves in there and they get hot you get any team in there that gets a hot staff and you got a little bit of trouble i never get lamette right man i just like oh lamette's not gonna pitch beyond six innings because you never play that. him so when he does good then you don't get him right I played him a few times, like where he's been okay, but I, I I've missed all his healing games where he strikes out like fourteen, and it's just so tilting. And who knows who he's going to face the Dodgers? Probably a pseudo lefties on the Dodgers side, and who knows what the Dodgers are going to roll out? Because like again, they're they're kind of like cruise control to the finals, uh, you know, to, to the playoffs as well. Uh, Lomet, you know, monster K's versus righties, good K's versus lefties as well. If you uh, hit up the old plate IQ as far as the splits, what do we have here? Uh, 29.6% versus lefties, 36% versus righties. His last game of the season, I don't know. They kind of babied their guys all season long, but I assume he gets his usual 85 to 95 pitches, and I guess he can get there, but the price isn't very appealing. Montas on Oakland, like he's back from his suspension. Uh, he uh, on, the, on the side, he's been working out, and apparently he has the ability to throw, you know, a regular allotment of pitches. He is super expensive. He's been good, pretty good K rate as well. I don't know what to get at him. I have no clue what Montas is going to do. He's $35 on Yahoo, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, like he's 10-1 on DK. I cannot talk to that. Like there's just no way. Uh, your thoughts on those guys? Like Haney against Oakland? Like the mid-tier is just sort of, you know, murky, overpriced. Yeah, I, that's what I agree with. The good thing is if you do want to play these guys, you're going to get like Montas has to be like 2% owned. Friggin' Lamette has to be like 2%. You can get any – if you somehow had a strong take on one of these guys, you can get them so low-owned that I think it's worth it in baseball. But, again, I'm going to keep going back to it yesterday and today. You have guys that you know what they're going to do. I'm sure they're more expensive, 2K more expensive and a little more expensive on the other sites, but you know for a fact what they're going to do. Sure, anybody can get hit around in baseball. I'm not saying that. But – you know DeGrom and Bieber and even Morton, for that matter, need to pitch good tonight to have it. They all have a chance at the playoffs, even though it's a slight chance for a couple of them, like DeGrom. He's still got a chance, though. If they went out, you never know. It's happened in baseball. I just trust those guys more. I'm just 
you can find hitters. There's plenty of hitters we're going to talk about that are cheap. The mid-range is tough, man. They all feel overpriced to me. I would say this, though, having a, a strong stance. I, I wouldn't even have a strong stance until I see the lineups because it, it, could, it could really swing things. And there's uh, going to be a ton of bad lineups, too. Like, Yeah, sure. like what, what the Dodgers are rolling out can definitely depend upon how I feel about Lamette, and it's hard to say what they're going to do. Uh, what do you need to see a lineup for, though? You know what they're going to do. They're going to pinch hit all night. They're going <laughs> to – like, you don't need to see a Dodgers lineup. Well, what if they rest Bellinger tonight for whatever reason? They're plan on them resting these guys. Like, don't don't even worry about Bellinger because they're going to sit guys. Well, from the start, I'm talking about. I, don't, I mean, yeah. when the Mets out of the game and they're, they're pinch hitting, I don't care at that point. I wouldn't be surprised. They're going to sit at least one one or two guys a night, you would think. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how this goes down. And, of course, you know, you need a reminder, like Acuna getting dinged yesterday. And that was probably precautionary. Um, like, it's just sort of seeing, like, it's, it's not risk versus reward. Uh, they're also on the road, which, like, to me in my head makes me think, like, you know, maybe you feel an obligation to the home fans that bought tickets and you're more likely to roll out your better lineups around the road. Who cares? Just, I mean, I don't know if managers consider, consider something like that, but that's just yeah. a thought in my head. Like, look, that's something, but who knows? Um, and you mentioned, by the way, well, I think there's going to be uh, – well, it's pretty clear that there's a chalky uh, cheapie that we'll talk about in a second, and that's also because it's just going to last man standing we can just sort of run through these names and throw them out. Like, we're not we're not playing Kikuchi. Stop me if any of these guys interest you. Kikuchi, Agrazel, Yanoa, uh, Detweiler, Waggispack, uh, Stripling, Smiley. Again, Smiley is kind of sort of somewhat interesting because that Washington lineup, we have kind of sort of a, 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 a wonky lineup in that Washington side. So I always cool. like to pick on teams after they celebrate getting in the playoffs. Washington was celebrating pretty hard yesterday. <laughs> I always talk about it as Drupal, but as you know, it's not against lefties, so he, he's not <laughs> he's not usually strong in there again. I know he's a switch hitter, so don't don't say that. But I, I, this lineup kind of is pretty watered down. Although I don't, Dozier was one of the original lefty mashers, and he's in yeah. that one hole, so I don't completely mind the, the bulldozer tonight. I like him a good bit, depending on where you're shopping. Look at that I price tag too, like num num. He's like 2-4 on FanDuel, yeah. uh, which is a really Those appealing Those are the plays. Play. Just put the guys like that in there and play these stud pitchers. And play the Grommer Beaver, and you, you get Dozier in there. Like, I, I almost Did you see some you. of those teams that won tournaments last night? Like, it's embarrassing the bats <laughs> that were in these teams. Was it Garrett Hampson? I mean, it was embarrassing. They, they, first of all, they weren't stacked, which you, you would probably go. You'd probably go six to midnight seeing these. Somehow teams. I didn't Somehow I didn't win. <laughs> That's because you probably didn't do it. But, I played man, a lot of good cool. I did not play Garrett Hampson. Uh, who Miller hit two homers, at least one off of Max Scherzer. I did not people, play him. The winning teams had freaking Brad Miller. It's crazy. Yeah, I did he's, not. He's always hit right. He's good, so it makes sense. But yeah, those are nine bucks on Yahoo as well, too. By the way, yeah. So uh, and Kendrick, Kendrick's super expensive, but and it's not a fully fledged like hangover lineup for Washington. But the no Turner and no Rendon, it makes that lineup like obviously look much weaker. Weaker and you know. If you're looking for cheapies and you want to hold your nose and, like, you know, throw a dart, a smiley's in the conversation. Uh, it's not Porcello. It's not Tomlin. It's, I mean, I, mean I, I don't want to say it's Allard, but maybe, I mean, maybe Allard, you can consider that Boston lineup is not the regular Boston lineup necessarily. Samarja, I guess you can roster. Duggar, no. Lester is a, a better play on Fandle. He's playable there, but I'm, you know, I'm not playing enough lineups to even consider him. Uh, but the one I was kind of referring to that I kind of skipped intentionally. I mean, Tony, are you on the uh, the Mike Montgomery chalk against the Braves team? Yeah, they grab a DH, but they're they're without Acuna and they're without Freeman. That lineup is just a, uh, you know, it's not that strong. 
And I think they will like let him pitch somewhat deep for the price tag. With these cheap guys, we always talk about how deep will they go. If he's pitching decent, I mean, you could see him going relatively deep. The lineup, I mean, you got Billy Hamilton in there. <laughs> you got Swanson in the one hole. I don't know. Like I said, I don't really need him just because if I was going to like stack Cleveland, which I do like Cleveland needing to win, I think they'll score a ton again. If I wanted to stack them, then I would, I, I got no problem playing Montgomery. Like if I'm not playing two studs, it's going to be him and it's going to be Smiley, I guess. Those would be my two cheap guys. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm at as well. Again, not sure if I'm going to get there, but if you need those cheapies, I think it's between Montgomery uh, and Smiley as well. Uh, Montgomery has not been particularly good, but this, you know, this Atlanta lineup is not very strong. Uh, plenty of K's as well, you know, at least backloaded there with Cervelli, 40%. Uh, Riley at 35%, 33% as far as Flowers. They're playing two catchers. You mentioned Beham, of course. He's, you know, when he gets on base, he's a big pest, but, like, you can't still first, as they, as they say. And, you know, Swanson leading off. It's basically Albies and Donaldson. You know, there is some power for, for Duvall against lefties for sure. Uh, so, like, he, he's a pretty interesting play as well when you can find him for cheap. But, uh you know, you're just looking to make everything else work, and Montgomery's a guy, in theory, that can get you, like, 12 points or something like that. Do we need it, though? Like, do we need it? You need it, like you said, if you want to stack up Cleveland. Yeah, that, then do you we really it. want to stack Cl Chalk Cleveland anyways? Maybe. I mean, or maybe you get pieces of Cleveland. I don't know if you want yeah. to stack it. You, I mean, you, they're not going to get shut out. <laughs> they're, they're definitely going to score runs. Like, I think they'll <laughs> score a bunch of runs, but – I get 70 from my pitchers I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to catch these Cleveland teams well you, you just hear you get a big lead with your pitchers and say like all right come catch me now like yeah. you, you find a way to catch me I just think there's enough cheap bats out there like we talked about it yesterday on the show Kansas City again tonight is against Tomlin who is terrible the Braves aren't playing for anything and you got all these cheap price tags I know these guys aren't great but you got Dozier Gordon, McBroom, O'Hearn, like the whole team's free. Well, so so to be clear, as far as Tomlin, he's he's just an opener. He's not going. Yeah, anywhere. it's it's a bullpen. Fine, but there's yeah. no one behind him either. Like they're not wasting any good bullets here. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it's funny. I was listening to the broadcast last night, and they were they were talking about Soraka is going to get going to play. That actually really? is not happening. Well, I, he got moved. I think Soraka oh. was originally supposed to do a start. This is last night in the broadcast. I was like, out. I'd be stunned if he somehow came in. Uh, yeah, and they were saying, like, then they kind of ran down some relievers, like, almost like it's like a plan of some sort, like, maybe get some guys some work before the playoffs start or whatever, like, they're better options, but, yeah, who knows, and I, I don't know who's coming in. I, it's, overall, it's not been a good pen all year, but, like, there's so many dudes down there. It's got to be somewhat bad today, like, <laughs> it has to be. I don't feel comfortable saying it's good or bad, like, I don't know, but it's probably going to be bad, yeah. Like, these price it's, it's tags are just so cheap. Give me give me a summary as far as uh, as far as the arms. It's it's pretty clear, right? It's pretty straightforward, despite the fact we're looking at what a twelve game slate. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lock in Degrom and Bieber. I mean, just every team. I might play a bunch of. There wasn't any big tournaments tonight though, which kind of annoyed me. But I was going to play a bunch of teams. I still might put in a decent amount and just lock these two, and then try to find some bats around them. All right, speaking of the bats, hey, before we do it, let's go ahead and drop the promo. Let's tell the people about what's going down as far as the RG badge. You rock the avatar. You get yourself uh, one free month of Roto-Grinders Premium. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, maybe on the screen share, I'll show the people, or I'm just going to go ahead and drop a slug in chat as well, too. Have you have you had any fun? Have you looked around as far as the uh, brand-new tool for football, Gridiron IQ? Oh, I love it. It's awesome. It's, it's a lot going on. Like, it's basically anything you want to see. 
it's it's free for the next uh, I think the 27th or so. Of course, it's a premium tool, but uh, you guys can take a look at it. I went and dropped it in chat for you guys. Not in the YouTube chat, and maybe Devin could do it if you guys feel free to like over there, subscribe, ask some questions. We'll knock them out before into the show. But uh, the way it break it breaks things down the game by game, you know, matchup by matchup, and like anything you want to know essentially is in there. Uh, it, it was overwhelming. Uh, I, I haven't fully digest, digested it just yet, but uh, it's awesome. I, I look forward to diving in on a, on Saturday as I'm like building my lineups and things of that sort. But to those that uh, to go back to the Provo, let's uh, tie that back to uh, rocking the RG badge. If you rock the RG badge and finish in the top 10 of certain contests, you get yourself one month of free premium, which would include, amongst other things, Gridiron IQ. Again, you can use that for free for the next couple of days. Take it for a test drive and just kind of jump around there. It's good times. Uh, we want to give a shout out to those that have signed up in the last few days. We got Nikers, uh, Thornton 68, Arthur of War, WV Hills, LA Fan 7310, Jay Stelzer, Luke Matthews, Falk Jr. 22, and Jay, Jay Bala. Jay Bala. I think that's, a, there you go. that's what we're going with. Jay Bala. There you go. Thanks for rocking the Rotor Diners badge. And good luck in the, finishing the top 10. Get yourself one month free premium. Uh, Tony, bats, sticks, uh, core play. Who are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, a duplicate of yesterday, but uh, this Toronto team, man, they're going against a bullpen game, against a bad bullpen. I mean, you know uh, he could go a couple innings, but these bats are so cheap. You got guys like Derek Fisher, Drury down low, Rowdy Roddy. Like, <laughs> these guys – I just really don't know how to get away from these guys. I don't think I can. I mean, they're projected too many runs. It fits with my build. I love Kansas City, too. I love Baltimore. Baltimore scores 10 runs every day for me. <laughs> these are my three teams, and I'm going to filter in some other guys around the board that are pretty cheap, like we talked about Dozier and a few other guys we'll get to. Have you have you made your lineup set? <laughs> you know me. I, I, of course I haven't. Okay, so I wasn't sure. I was just going to ask if, like, you were able to fit Biggio in there because he's, like, the one kind of sort of – Yeah, usually with the two studs, you know how this is. It's tough yeah. to get even one real expensive bat. I don't think you need it, though. No, I, I don't think you need it it's either. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. He's it's man, nice. I, I want it. It really but... limits – like, you can play your whole team, like, pretty solid plays, or you can go Biggio and you got to really play one or two bad, bad plays to get in there, which could be fine if he hits a bomb or two. That's a good segue in the catcher. Speaking of bad plays, uh, who, who's your favorite catcher tonight? Or your least who, – who's the one you dislike the least? So catcher's easy on slates like this for me because you got Baltimore, Toronto, and Kansas City, the three teams I just talked about, have basically min-priced catchers. Wins hit a bomb yesterday. One of these guys will probably hit a bomb again today. They're all just dirt <laughs> cheap. Also, I, I mean, I think, like, the best plays probably like Cervelli, who's not much more expensive. You got this ben, ben Boom dude from the Angels. All, all the cheap guys are in play for me. I don't want to spend that catcher for sure. Oh, ben Boom drew the star for the Angels? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, oh, yeah, the, the lineup just came out for them. And let's see, Andleton Simmons is back, which you don't want to see if you like Montas. Uh, Feist is not in there either, which is not good for Montas. Just from a K perspective, just kind of thinking, uh, you know, if you're considering a guy like Montas. Again, uh, I wouldn't play him on DK. I mean, like, I'm not playing enough lineups, but – and I suppose he could play seven or eight innings or so. He, the weird thing about Montas is that he can't, um, he can't play in the playoffs due to a suspension. So like he's just going to have this game and this game only. Basically, he, he did all the work to come back to this one game. Uh, and I, I guess that like Montas can't pitch in. What did you just say? He can't pitch in the playoffs. Yeah, because of his suspension. 
Really? Yeah. This is something I learned reading, reading the uh, the musings today. Somebody was talking about the comment section. I might I didn't like know him that. a little more than if he can't pitch again. Well, and Oakland needs him to win. Like he needs him to go, and I guess they can let him empty the tank, I suppose. And again, see, last week you gave me some good info. Now you're giving me good info again. I might have to play this dude if they, if they can just run him into the ground here a little bit. This is things I learned uh, reading the cheese because uh, he's be got fair. the best possible matchup. Uh, again, he's he's the, the I like him on uh on, on Yahoo at thirty five. Like when you're kind of shopping around thirty, it's only you know ten dollars above the floor, a pretty reasonable price and. He may only go four innings. Who knows what their plan is? He might go out there and scuffle, and you know, obviously every he's game. He's not scuffling. He was on the roids. He's ready to go. Well, may, may he probably cycle off though. I presume, right? Unless he's really, <laughs> he's just thinking, oh, they won't test me again. <laughs> yeah, uh, not, you're never getting tested back to back. Let it ride. Well, <laughs> there's definitely been guy, some guys that have been banked a couple times. So I don't know. And they know he's not pitching in the playoffs. They're they're not freaking getting. They're not getting him. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who Who is the guy uh, that, that they – right after a great start, uh, Pineda. Pineda had an yeah. awesome start, and, like, the day after, they're like, yeah. That's a, that actually wasn't very shocking either. Like, he kind of looks like a dude that's juicing up a little. The day um, – well, I mean, he, he's notorious for uh, any way you can get an advantage. Yeah, right? he, he's got that he's a, about. I like guys like that. You're not cheating. You're not trying. You got to get it done out there. Yeah, you know, the, the Vaseline ball for Major League or something like that. Yeah. And, and they all had, they all do stuff to various degrees. Exactly. I don't, I don't all think the it's good ones to, do. I don't think it's fair to give certain guys labels because they're probably all doing something. You're trying to gain as many edges as possible. That's what I say when everyone calls out Bonds and some of these guys. Like, every one of those dudes was cheating in those, that era. I mean, the pitchers probably – a certain percent of the pitchers that he banged homers off probably were. So, exactly. yeah, it, it's, it's a weird conversation. And also – like let's say he all that stuff is true, and I'm not saying it's not, but like, what's the incrementally how much better has become as far as power compared to incrementally how much does that ballpark suppress power in San Francisco? Yep. You want to do that math as well? I mean, take morality out of it or whatever if you want to take the morality angle, but whatever. It's I I, I and and he just never saw strikes also, which is amazing. Like it's just incredible if you go through a pull up his Fangraphs page like 2001 or 2002. It's completely insane, the things he did. Whatever. You can put the asterisk by him if you want, I suppose. Uh, all right. And people just don't want him in the Hall of Fame or whatever. But uh, All right. Catchers, do we finish it up? <laughs> we touched on it. But it's all nonsense, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm playing one of the cheap guys from my three teams. You got Melee, Valoria, and Wins. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. The chat's talking about the juice balls. Did you happen to see yesterday? Was it uh, – I think Josh? it was jo Jock Peterson – he like he he had like a pop up the left field. He like he, he looked disgusted. It's like yeah, he, he, he threw his bat. Yeah, and then it bang, it just goes out. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, there's certainly something. I mean, that wasn't even a great park, and it still did that. Yeah, yeah, and like he, I mean, and the hitters know. The hitters know when they get it or they don't get it. And he's like, yeah, and that's that's a fly out. But uh, all right, we we'll go back to the slate. Uh, first base, who's jumping out for you? So Rowdy, my boy Rowdy Tellez, you got. McBroom, O'Hearn, the two Kansas City guys. You got Carlos Santana at the top for Cleveland. I think Cleveland is for sure like the top stack at the top. I think they'll be popular, but they need to win. They got a great matchup. They're going to score runs like we talked about. You got Mancini. No one ever plays Mancini. He, he's a nice pivot off Santana, I think. Crushing. He's kind of one of the expensive bats in the Baltimore game that people just aren't going to play him, I don't think. So, I you can play it. him and, Ra and Rowdy together if you're stacking that game together. You know, if you're playing on DK, 
Uh, so love Mancini in the outfield too. Like I, I, I like that you said that because no one ever plays. No one ever plays Mancini really. I, I like playing him. Uh, better nickname, Rowdy Rowdy or uh, or Boom Boom. Rowdy Rowdy's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. I figure you're gonna lean that toward the wrestler for sure. That, that's yeah, I mean it's, it's tough not to take Rowdy Rowdy. Uh, any interest in Hoskins versus Audubel? He's priced down in some places. I'm kind of staying away from that. He's been terrible this year too. I, I don't like him too much. I mean, like it's interesting. Has he been? It's like you know, when you for, it's by his standards, bad. I guess, right? Like he's got 29 homers. Yeah. But, like I mean, what's 29 homers this year? He's he's pretty bad based on what my ex- expectations were. Is more of the point. Like, sure, his but, numbers are fine, but I feel like he he definitely has to be a little disappointed. Like if you asked him if he had a good year. I don't think he could say yes. What about Machado? Would he say yes or no? I think he would say no, but he likes his money he's got right now. So well, he's yeah, still sitting good. He's not returning any of it. He's yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't think he really cares about how he plays. <laughs> <laughs> he just he wants that cheese. Grant was on the previous show. He would definitely take some umbrage with these uh, Reese Hoskins takes. Uh, Grant still thinks that uh, Hoskins is the greatest hitter of all time, but he also thinks that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the greatest quarterback of all time. So, you know. Take that the old grain of salt, I suppose. Yeah, I'm on board as far as Mancini and Talese. No issue with those guys. What about um, my boy Neil Walker that was doing some work yesterday? What did he do yesterday? Walker did something? I made fun of him. I mean, he, he, he did all right. <laughs> he didn't steal four bases like Birdie. He did not steal four bases. You're correct. Oh, man. Bert, I, I, he must have stole at least three of those versus uh, Syndergaard, I presume. Oh, they were know. off to the races versus him. They were all just they – were, they were running like crazy on him. Yeah, like it's just that's something. Is that something that's never going to be fixed? <laughs> it seems like all the Mets pitchers, but Syndergaard egregiously yeah. is always bad at holding on runners. For whatever I kind of think it's tough to fix it once it once it starts that direction. Yeah, I mean it's just all about the time, you know, the time from to the plate essentially. And you know, the the first base coach has that you know, he's got the ticker, and he's like, well, we know how fast how long it takes you to get there, and we know how, how long his delivery is, and it's a simple math equation. That's all it is, and that's why they always go against him. Uh, speaking of that game, like Polar Bear, uh, no, uh, no issue with uh, Alonzo in tournaments. Duggar's not good. Like the Mets will be ignored in this league. Just sort of throwing it out there. Yeah, you can't make fun of Hacksaw. <laughs> I was wrong, by the way. I thought he was like, the mayor or something. I told him I, I was completely wrong. It was a different wrestler. I thought he was a one time mayor someplace, but no. He's, uh, he should be. I mean, he should run for office. I mean, he does have the whole USA gimmick working for him, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah, we talked about Santana, how much we like him a good bit, too. Otherwise, uh, you can get Belt on the cheap. I have no issue with that. Uh, I, I still am annoyed. I, I don't want to pick on the Met, and I don't want to play, like, the pinch-it game with Robert. So you can play Jock Peterson if you want, I suppose. Once he is more appealing, but he's more expensive. And Bellinger, I will say Bellinger, I think, is like 19 bucks on Yahoo, which is an interesting price. Uh, that's the only place I would consider playing him. Keystone position, second base. What do you have for me? So second base is kind of interesting tonight because, like you said, we talked about Dozier. Brad Miller yesterday hit two bombs off a right-handed pitcher that's way better, obviously, than Annabelle. You got Cano is cheap. I think this is kind of the position where everyone's too cheap. All the guys I like, too. The Toronto guy that's hitting in the two-hole, Valera, is again free. Owings, if you wanted to play him versus a lefty, is cheap. He's terrible, though. Uh, he's bad, but I mean, uh, he's free too. Like he's literally priced like our boy from Miami. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take anybody basically against. So, and, and I don't know how long he sticks around either, for what it's worth. Like, um, but yeah, and Boston doesn't really care either, I guess. Yeah. But 
If yeah, Olajuwon comes in, I wouldn't be surprised like, he's gone. Yeah, they don't care. But he's a vet, and he's you know, I I don't know. I I, I he, he's a guy I'm not playing. I suppose if everything else is perfect, I would look for a different two K guy. Is basically what there's I'm so many times though where you get to the end of your lineup and like you just need to put someone in. Like yesterday, I played that on one of my main teams. I played that Philly catcher against Max just because he was like men price and it just fit. Yeah, he was. I knew I was probably going to take a zero, but it also gave me the exact team I wanted. Yeah, but also that's catcher and it's a second base. I'm like, I mean, sure. But if your team is perfect, I don't mind playing Owings against a lefty in a good park just to make it work. Uh, Odor on the other side against Porcello, uh, no issue with that batting fourth, and he's a guy. Odor that, just like, keeps like going good too. He's heated up a little bit. He's got a lot of. It's funny with perspective because, like, uh, we, we we trashed Hoskins to some degree. Hoskins probably having a better season. Like, they have a similar yeah, season. Twenty eight. If you just buried the names and didn't show us the names and said who's having a better season, for sure you'd say Hoskins. Yeah, um, he's, he's one homer behind. Both of them have a terrible batting average, but like, I don't think about batting average too often. <laughs> it's just not something that's on my mind out outside of like you know Alberto or something for Baltimore, who's like really good against lefties for batting average, or even I think he was in like the batting average race. Uh, but if, if I told you who was in like lead in the, the batting, remember that used to be a thing like the batting crown like that people cared about. Maybe they still do, and we're just in our bubble. But I have no clue who's in the top five in batting average. I, I couldn't. Think. I had literally I have guess. no idea either. Like I, it'd be like the Family Feud board. We'd have to like start throwing. That'd be actually a fun podcast to do. Like we could guess ERA, which we could get a little easier than batting average. But we could guess like all these categories that don't involve our day-to-day stats like mm-hmm. that we use <laughs> to do the DFS stuff. And we throw some funny ones out, I bet. I, uh, I feel like yellow should be in there, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm pulling it up now on the fly because, hey, why not? Sure. Well, let's see if we can get something sort of interesting as the show is progressing. Oh, yellow is leading the, 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 uh, the National League in, in batting average. Look at that. Nailed it. Yellow um, was – that was like you put, putting your names before the show. Like that jockey was, name. <laughs> that was too easy. Altuve, you can play in second base as well, too. I presume he's going to, you know, hit leadoff <clears throat> against Kikuchi. You're bad second behind uh, behind Springer. But, you know, again, who knows what Houston's going to do. Uh, like we saw yesterday with Cleveland when they were up huge, like everybody came out of the game. That's and that's the other thing as far as stacks. Like th- those kind of stacks are much more appealing like two months yeah. ago where you can't take everybody out. I don't like point. Houston at all this time of year. Like they're playing for hardly anything. They're going to pull guys. Sure, they're going to score runs, but. Man, that's another reason I think to pay up for pitcher though. There's just I I don't know. Like I don't I don't think any Houston guys are safe whatsoever. You got anybody else for me at second that's worth a, a noting or shall we jump a third? This is one of the reasons I don't think you need Biggio though in those Toronto teams, because there's so many good plays at second base that are so cheap. All these guys that are up top I, I could play for dirt cheap. What do you have for me at third? So this dude, this dude was the, – the first name that sticks out was a guy that everyone played last night on the two stars team. But Eric Gonzalez for, for 2.4 on DK was one of the dirty names that everyone played last night. He's, he's against a lefty again. He's dirt cheap. You got Brad Miller again. A lot of these names are going to be the same names. Hunter Dozier. Cheese talked a ton yesterday about Dozier and Solaire. But Dozier, yeah. he got another price decrease. Ryu, Ryu, I can't even say his name. Ryu Ruiz in the five hole. He's cheap. You got Jake Elmore even for Pittsburgh. I don't mind these Pittsburgh bats against Lester. I should throw that out there. I don't mind them at all. I, you said everyone played Gonzalez. I looked at him because he made, he made everything else work, and I said, you know what? I'm shaking <laughs> this. I'm not going to play Eric Gonzalez. Hurt. He was <laughs> on, like, all of the winning teams yesterday. Did he do good? 
he didn't even do that great but oh. i think it was i'm pretty sure he only got like seven or something but it just made it all work i made an executive decision i mean there's no chance i'm rostering this dude uh by the way he's got a 24 iso 24 yeah. that's bad it's very bad that is not what you like to see <laughs> the sample's not huge but it's not getting much better anyway no matter how big that sample gets but uh yeah, you know, Pittsburgh obviously beat up no Bell, no Marte, just playing out the string. And I suppose you can make the argument for Lester to some degree, but also it's it's a pretty contact-heavy lineup, 15.6% uh, as far as striking out versus lefties in the season. So it's not a very uh, strikeout-heavy lineup, but they also stink, especially from a power perspective. There's not one guy that pops for ISO. Like Reynolds is like middle of the road, Reyes is wet, and everybody else is just absolute trash. Um, yeah, that's not very good. Um, all right. Uh, Anything? Oh, oh, third base. Uh, Vladdy? You, you like Vladdy? You talk about your uh, your Blue Jays. So he's another one that I don't necessarily like. Uh, I mean, he's fine, but these other Toronto guys are just cheaper. I don't really want to pay. It depends on if he's cheap. Like on the sites where he's cheap, I think FanDuel is relatively cheap. Some of the sites where he's cheaper, I like him more. But on a site like DK, I don't need to pay 4K for Vladdy when there's other cheaper plays. But I mean, I'm good with anybody for Toronto in that game, so I don't like completely hate it. We mentioned the the Indians and Jose Ramirez, and like a lot of people have that wait and see deal on Jose Ramirez. He has been out; he was supposed to be out for the season. He came back miraculously a little bit quicker, uh, and it was a, it was a wrist. He has a wrist, and the wrist historically like Zap Power. And okay, he went out and banged two homers, so I guess he's fine. And he's facing Ross, Ross Detweiler, who's a disaster, and that bullpen we know collectively not very good. I think Cleveland has the highest team total on the board. They have full incentive as well. Um, yeah, so instantly Jose Ramirez becomes really, really appealing again. He's a little bit tricky because depending on where you're shopping, he's expensive. And if you I want to go double barrel, imagine barrel, playing him off a two home run game. <laughs> you think he's going to be chalky? Like, you think people are chasing that? No, there? I mean, I, he's on the best stack, so he has to be at least somewhat owned, but I think yeah. he's a really bad play because of the context of like, you just, just think he's that, expensive on a site where you need to pit and he's hurt. Like, I don't think he's healthy just because he hit two bombs. I mean, well, I mean, you, th you think he's not 100%? And he's just gonna Did you see the go. pictures of his hand? Like, his hand's all jacked up. Yeah, I know. I also saw him bang out a couple of homers, but yeah. They were so like I, straight I don't meatballs, too, which he could get another meatball tonight. I'm not saying that either, but yeah. I just think he's a pretty bad play at this price point. I mean, is he cheap on FanDuel or something? Uh, I think he's like 3.5 or 3.6 over there. Um, that's expensive on FanDuel. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair, I think. Uh, like he's like in the Josh. You're, in the, you're the one that never wants to play dudes in the six hole too. So well, they're on the road, so he's going to get his four at bats oh, for sure. The six hole is okay on the road, just not at home. <laughs> I, I, it's not that I won't play anybody. <laughs> Everything has context to it. I don't like those big indefinitives. Um, and as far as uh, Yahoo, he is. Uh, I think he's like tw yeah, he's 24, so he's three dollars below the ceiling. So I don't love that price on Yahoo, but you know for sure you can play him at tournaments on Yahoo. Uh, he's the most expensive guy in Cleveland for what it's worth over there. Uh, Lindor at 23, Santana at 20, Puig at 18, Framil at 20. It's not it's not easy getting that Cleveland stack on Yahoo. It's really really hard. I try not that there. easy. It's not easy anywhere. They're yeah. expensive. You got anybody else ran third? Or you want to jump the shortstop? No, that, that's it. All the all the cheap guys. I don't I don't mind Kyle Seeger against Granky either. Just as a sneaky like totally off the wall play. Uh, Long, Crawford, Seeger, Lewis, Navarez, uh, CEO Team Girth, Vogelbach, Murphy, Gordon, and Lopes uh, is the lineup there for Seattle. Just came out. If you guys missed that, to fire up the uh, the Rotor Runners lineup page. There you go. Uh, who do you have for me at shortstop? 
I mean, you told me I could play Francisco Lindor. You put it on the graphic. Is it on the <laughs> graphic right now? Uh, I mean, Devin, the fabulous multitasking producer, I'm sure he's all over it. He's, he's dropping Lindor on the people. And look, it, I don't need to tell anybody in month six uh, that Lindor, jacking a bag potential on a team that has the highest team total. Just to get the conversation started, though. Yeah, that's what it is. It sort of opens up. <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> I know you're mocking me, but <laughs> well, what, you guys didn't mention Lindor? What happened? These guys think they know what they're talking about? <laughs> you can't win. You, you, you mention it, and like it's like, well, duh. Or if you don't mention it, it's like, these guys are hoarding Lindor all for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> We're holding them all for ourselves. <laughs> You've seen comments before, oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Lindor is great. It's just that we live in a little salary cap, and I don't know if I can get there. People prioritize one bat. He may be it. Uh, you can play Bogarts as well in Texas. Great environment. You can sort of question the you know motivation of that Boston side, but you know he's well positioned. Uh, it's hot, 93 degrees currently in Texas. Bogarts batting third, fairly good shot at getting those five five abs. Assuming there's not any goofiness uh, when it comes to that lineup, but there may be. You never really know. Uh, if you're not spending big at shortstop, where you looking? Man, shortstop. It's the first spot we've got to that I feel not super confident about anybody. I mean, I keep playing this. Whenever I play Kansas City, I always play this just terrible Nicky Lopez dude that I said bunted three times the <laughs> one time I played him. But he's been doing a little better lately. He had a big game yesterday. He's in a good spot again. And he's just dirt cheap along with Eric Gonzalez. I think this is the spot of people played Eric Gonzalez shortstop yesterday because shortstop was terrible yesterday. And I ended up in my script, I had a ton of Nicky Lopez. So this had to be where people were playing Eric Gonzalez. <laughs> I don't know. Besides Lindor, Bogarts? I don't really, I guess I could play Defoe from Washington. They, they clinched yeah. yesterday, obviously. He's dirt cheap. I mean, I, I know this with. is gross, these names I'm throwing out, but. Do you see yeah. anyone up top besides Lindor that you can even – I mean, you can Bogarts. play Dan, you can Swanson, play too. I like Swanson. Yes, Swanson is a still minimum on Yahoo, and I think he's basically cheap everywhere. I know he's cheap on FanDuel as well. I don't recall the DK price. Right now, I've not signed up for DK. Like I said, I, I can only play so many places tonight. I saw a Yahoo team, and I have a FanDuel team, and I'm, I'm going to finish my prep for, for NFL and, uh, be, you know, leading up the baseball lock uh, as far as my show. So I can't play that many lineups tonight, unfortunately, but – I'm cool with Swanson as a punt. Yeah, like he, he's going to get those five abs. You presume if things go fairly well for Atlanta being in the road, uh, no issue with Elvis. Like you know, Elvis versus Porcello, I'm okay with that too. But uh, it's probably all the way up to either Bogarts or um, uh, Lindor, as we talked about, or spending uh, you know getting a cheapie there as far as Swanson. And you know, you mentioned Defoe, but like you know, th there's no worse position to be than at home batting eighth. That's that's not. Where this I is where be. we disagree sometimes, though. With I think with the dirt cheap, just stone punt guys, I don't hate it as much as you because sometimes you just fall into some points. Like they'll they'll randomly get walked or they'll somehow get on base, and then the the pitcher will lay down a punt, and then somehow they'll end up scoring. So you get five points or something for free. I, I don't know. Like I don't I don't hate it as I, I I obviously hate it if you're spending on the position, but I don't hate it at all when. It's a dirt cheap guy at a bad position. According to the chapel, like uh, Gonzalez apparently homered yesterday. He was on all the winning teams, so I could yeah. have been wrong about how much he scored. <laughs> Whatever he did, he justified the roster spot. Teams. Let's jump to the outfield. Uh, you know, we talked about those Indians. Puig is, you know, fairly cheap discount off the big boys for sure. Uh, if money wasn't a thing, who is your favorite outfielder? 
if money wasn't my, my thing, if I could play anybody, it would be the, the Cleveland guys. I mean, you got going down the list, Mercado, who hit a bomb last night, Puig, Luplo, Fran Mill. You got four guys for Cleveland that are all elite, elite guys. I'm good with all four of them. Though all four be in my pool, I'll definitely have some. But I like these Toronto guys. You got McKinney, dirt cheap. You got Teoscar, cheap. Drury, cheap. And my favorite one, though, is Derek Fisher because he's in the eight hole at home. No one's going to play him. And I think this is like my favorite type of play. Toronto is going to be the chalkiest team in the night. But no one's going to play Fisher because he's in the eight hole. Hit a bomb. He's a pretty decent hitter. And I just think it's a really good spot down there. So I like him. And I got a Willie Mays Hayes. I always got to play him for Baltimore. Uh, so there is a distinct difference between hitting eighth uh, in the AL than versus the NL. I just want to say, if, yeah, you're, you're talking about the eighth spot. Uh, and the other part is, is Fisher, if a lefty comes in, very good chance he gets the hook. And Yanoa might only face him once. So we might only see. It's possible. Will he get pulled up? Fisher. Yeah, he might. We've seen it before. Alfred is lurking. Like they're, they're I mean, with, with this much time left in the season, like he, he might. Sure, anyone could get pulled, though, too. Alfred's going to play for either McKinney or Fisher at some point. How about that? I mean, I don't. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't roster these guys. That's my so point, obviously. though. Like McKinney's going to be the highest owned guy on the slate. Yeah, and he might only get. Just, just depends on whose spot comes up where they they could get someone in. Like it's just. He yeah. might only get two at bats. Uh, so it, 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 that's sort of the push and the pull of, of the slate this time of year. Um, I, I don't mind that the, the lefty power there against Duggar, as far as the Mo and Conforto. Danny our Martinez. Boy, our boy Daniel Pauk is back in our life tonight. Oh, boy. That means you bump up Bieber's K, uh, K percentage. There you go. He might all of a sudden be competing with uh, whatever he had before, add like a, a king and a half or so or something like that. Uh, I think my favorite play of money was on the thing is J.D. Martinez, you know, on the road. A great, you know, the context of the ballpark, the context of facing a lefty. We know how you have seen highlights Your lefties. favorite play of the slate is J.D. Martinez? In the outfield, if money wasn't a thing. All those ifs. I don't think I'm, I'm going to get there, though, unfortunately. But, like, you know, there is a salary cap restriction. Um, going to show – you guys can start load up the questions there in chat. We'll knock out as many as we can before we step aside for crunch time. Uh, let's see what we have as far as uh, – we're doing the old screen share. Let's see what we have here. The people like to see the umpire data. They like to see that, Tony? The, the lineup HQ. Let's see if you have anything interesting as far Love as umpire it. data. Uh, let's see. The chalk guy I seen earlier had an extreme – Pitcher umpire, Mr. Mr. Uh, Montgomery. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, Montgomery has a pitcher's umpire as well as Adabal Sanchez, as well as Smiley, uh, as well as Tomlin. And one extreme hitter's umpire is for uh, Granky and Kikuchi, for what it's worth. As far as our, our K props, take a stand here on one of these. We got uh, Bieber at eight and a half, DeGrom at nine and a half, Morton at seven and a half, Heaney at six and a half. We kind of skipped over Heaney, but certainly he's in play. Lamette, I don't know. I need to see that lineup at six and a half right now. You, you got to stand there in these guys? I like Bieber over again. Uh, I think that's pretty easy. I think the Grom over. I think a sneaky one that I think should go over is Mr. Melville. He's three and a half. <laughs> I think he'll strike out more than three and a half dudes. <laughs> so he's going to get four? <laughs> that's a winner that counts the same four is a winner it is indeed pay paper it is indeed a winner uh as far as ownership we let's see you know obviously it's been refined closer and closer with the lock we're seeing the, the ground now 44 percent beaver 25 
and you know, then it's like Samarja at 17, Granky at 17. Yeah, I mean, Montgomery is a cheapie at 14%, Smiley at 4%, and you know, cheapies to make things work, but it's pretty straightforward as far as the pitchers, you know, the core plays. You got Cheese with the Grom and Bieber, no surprise there. Uh, Ditto with the cash game plays. You got Cards for his tournament plays. He likes Fester for tournaments as well as Granky. Sally relief guy. Stevie's still doing the salary relief uh, while on Daddy Duty. Good for him. Multitasking. He's got Melville as a. He is cheap, and he is pitching in San Francisco. So I suppose that is something. He's got to be in play. I mean, he's not completely off the grid. Give Give me a. Give, give me three guys. The, the three guys that are gonna bang out some homers. Give me some stacks you like tonight. In case people are just tuning in, I know who they are, but if I, I've been paying attention enough, so uh, reiterate if you don't mind. Give me Mancini. Give me. Rowdy Roddy, give me – I'm going to take O'Hearn. I always got to take one scrub. O'Hearn's going to hit one tonight. O'Hearn is awful. Yesterday. He is so bad. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, is, he is so terrible. So, if I get that one, it should count twice. Give me some stacks. My three are Kansas City, Toronto, Baltimore. But uh, Cleveland, I think, is the best stack if you can afford them. All right, some questions in chat. Uh, top play on FanDuel. Um, you know, it's. I mean, I, I, right now I, I have uh, DeGrom. I'm making one lineup over there for what it's worth. And let me see if I pull up my lineup on my top play. May or may not be. It's probably going to be changed. Oh, I'll say this. Dozier at 2.4K is really, really cheap on FanDuel. Uh, Kendrick is really, really cheap. Howie Kendrick at 2.7K, really, really cheap on FanDuel. Uh, Puig is always just kind of too cheap. Uh, Duval is a nice outfield punt. I don't mind that. If you're looking to, like, get a guy like DeGrom, who I, I think I want to Grom over Bieber, but it, that kind of leads to the ownership conversation. I think they're both going to be really good. And it's a question in chat, Tony, like to Grom or Bieber, a single entry. Uh, are you going to go with a little bit more of the crowd? And not that Bieber's going to be unowned, but it's a bit of a pivot to some degree. What's their prices on FanDuel? I think it's a $400 difference. The Grom is 11.9, Bieber is 11.5. Man, it's hard for me because. I kind of do like Bieber more, but I feel safer with – I just – that's why I like DraftKings because I can play them both. But I guess if I was playing single entry, I think I'd lean Bieber just because maybe a little lower. They're both so good that I don't think it's going to matter. If I play them both on Yahoo, I got 11 bucks to play with. That's really, that's really hard. money on Yahoo. You can do it. It's, There's it's cheap tough. guys everywhere. I guarantee Dozier's seven. All these dudes are seven. Dozier's like nine, I believe. Yeah. yeah. You, you can fit all these dudes in easy. I'm going to mess with it after the show. That's something I'm definitely going to do. This time of year, there's just so many underpriced guys that it's just too easy to fit them in there. Uh, Three favorite cheap bats. Doesn't specify cheap bats. I mean, I think Valera is one of my favorites. Dozier we talked about. Dozier's just like total free square almost. Like he's just, he's my favorite just plus one guy because I'm not going to stack Washington fully. I do like Howie on, on FanDuel, like you said, though. 2-4 and 2-7 on FanDuel. Sign me up for those two prices, especially against guys that pound lefties. Smiley gives up bombs. I yeah. love those two. But, yeah, all the Toronto guys that are cheap, I'm good with. And the Kansas City guys, all of them are my favorites. Yeah, on the season, Smiley has given up, what, 2.59 homers per nine. That's too many. Uh, you know, he's given up a lot of homers as well, too. I'm not really sure how, he's gonna stick, how long he's going to stick around, but I think that Toronto side is going to get him for a couple as well. Uh, chat's asking about a Cubs stack uh, against Agrizel, who's one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Not a great ballpark, obviously. Rizzo, uh, Cubs, I, th- I don't think they're officially eliminated, but I guess, you know, Rizzo's going to be 
playing baseball until they get eliminated? We'll I think see. They, they might be officially. Washington celebrated after they lost. Basically, they're eliminated. So yeah. They, if, I mean, yeah. If, if they have a chance, they're like five back with five left. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of sneaky, though. I mean, I do like the lineup as far as Schwarber. Hap is down in there. They got a big total. They're going against a terrible pitcher. They got a real live catcher in Contreras. Like he's yeah. I don't town. He's same expensive. thing I kind of said yesterday. I don't. I don't hate the Cubs, but I think you can find better spot. Like on DraftKings where they're priced up, I couldn't imagine playing them. But it, it's a big total for what it's worth for a game in Pittsburgh yeah. uh, for a Chicago side that's like missing some of their guys too. But five point five six. That's a fairly big number. We do have to step aside. We got to get out of here. Uh, you know, we got to make way for crunch time. Roth and I'm not sure who's on. Maybe Cheese, maybe Cardi, maybe somebody off the board. I don't recall. Have you uh, seen this Pittsburgh lineup, by the way? It's terrible. It's not good. Oh, it's bad. Jake Elmore. There's a person named Stephen Barron that will be catching baseballs from Agrazil. Uh, I'm going to stack them up with these studs, too, on at least a couple teams. Lester on Fandle might, be, might not be the worst idea in the world. No, don't if you're looking to... Don't play Lester on a slate with guys that could get 70 on Fandle. And it's a single pitcher site. It, it's a reasonable, uh, yeah. You you, you got to play some catch up, but the, you know you can get, get all the bats or a good portion. I could. Of the bats. I hope people play Lester because of this bad lineup. Close. Give me something good. I think the two stud approach is going to ship again, and it's just a matter of who's the cheap offense. It might be Pittsburgh. Who knows? Lester sucks. I can see Lester getting killed. So I like Toronto, Baltimore, Kansas City with the two studs. I think that's the winner. All right, we're up against the clock. My apologies, Devin. We ran long. That's on me. That's my bad. Thanks to Yahoo for sponsoring the show. He's Big T. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. Enjoy baseball. We're out of here. Holla.